Welcome to GP Bullhound's Tech Thoughts, a weekly overview of economic developments in international markets. Hello and welcome to GP Bullhound's Tech Thoughts. Today's the 21st of April and we are here with Inge Haydorn and Jenny Hardy for our weekly market roundup. Today, the team will give a summary of earnings season so far, including TSMC, ASML and LAM research. Over to them. Thank you very much, Maria. It's Inge Aaron here, fund manager at uh, GP Bullhound. Hi, everyone. It's Jenny Hardy, portfolio manager at GP Bullhound. So let's start about talk about a little bit of the market. And I, I think there's nothing new here. It's once again economy uh, development versus inflation. So we have the market uh, uh, jumping back and forth. And in tech land, we would state that. In general, we expect Q1 reports to be in line with expectations, but we also expect 2003 guidance will come down. And I think that's the signs we've seen so far already uh, across the board. But we have also a number of companies reported, which we have quite big ownerships in and uh, quite a good interest in, like TSMC. Uh, what do you think about the TSMC numbers, Janne? Uh, yeah, so so I think we should say that um, really TSMC is probably one of the most important sets of results uh, every quarter, not only for us because we own TSMC, but also because it's really kind of at the heart of uh, the semiconductor ecosystem. It touches almost every end market. It's obviously very, very relevant um, for all of the, the players, including um, for us, the semi-capital equipment space. Um, and so what, what did we see uh, for, for TSMC? So we saw them guide down uh, the full year 2023 expectations, um, as, as he stated, um, that, that we're seeing kind of uh, across a number of players. And really the sort of driver of this is around um, the sort of inventory correction, which we think is lasting for for much longer um, than we might have expected at, at the start of the year, right? Yes, and I, I think the key takeaway for us, although, is that if we look beyond the inventory correction and we look at the semiconductor market, we can definitely see a number of trends and. The key trend is that we think the semiconductor market is going to be much, much bigger uh, going forward. Uh, secondly, we think there's definitely continue to be a race to bring out the latest chips, with the, which are the fastest GPUs and CPUs and so on. And thirdly, the mature milk nodes are very, very strong, driven especially by uh, electrical vehicles. So those those are really the key trends we can see. And that's why also we think that TSMC is pushing onwards with a very a high CapEx number according to the markets. Yeah, and and I think, you know, for us kind of owning TSMC, yes, you know, the inventory correction for them is taking a bit longer than we might have hoped for. And um, I think uh, the smartphone space, uh, especially, um, is is sort of seeing weakness when when we look at the the sort of quarterly um, revenues by subsector. For them, it was smartphone that was really driving a, a lot of that weakness. 
But kind of looking beyond that at, at sort of the bigger picture, the reality is TSMC is still absolutely kind of outperforming the foundry industry. It's outperforming um, the, the semi-sector as a whole. And really, it remains the out-and-out technology leader, right? And, um, you know, that's yeah, it remains in, in a very good position to capture all of the structural growth that we will see in the industry over the next several years, whether that's EV, whether that's AI. Um, and actually, we should say on top of that, it is managing its business very well. So, you know, it had very good cost control in the quarter um, and, you know, still fairly robust returns and margins. Um, so I think, yeah, it, it, it remains um, a fantastically run business with fantastic long-term growth drivers. And the interesting thing is that if TSMC is keeping the gas uh, on full and running as fast as possible, uh, that means that Samsung and Intel has to keep up. So the risk after the TSMC numbers that we see a lot of uh, cuts to further CapEx this year has come down a lot. Uh, as TSMC already has 80% of the leading edge and Intel and Samsung has to catch up. So it's a very, very hard decision for Samsung and Intel to catch spending now. It, uh, it should almost be the opposite. Uh, but uh, So that that's really good news for the same capital equipment names which we like. And moving over to them then, and ASML numbers and uh, Ah, you also had a meeting with the CEO this morning, uh, Janne. So, what's your thinking there? Yeah, so so I think if we if we look at the results that ASML um, reported this week, um, they beat revenues. They guided ahead for next quarter um, and reiterated um, the sort of full year guidance. Um, and yeah, I think you know they are still absolutely seeing demand for their tools that far exceeds the amount that they're able to supply. So um, there was some noise around a slightly weaker order number than we've seen in, in the past. Um, but the reality is that their backlog, if you look at the book of orders that they have, it's about two times the, the sort of system sales that we're expecting for this year. So for us, I think it's not hugely surprising that the order number came down a bit and, you know, certainly sort of doesn't change our view that ASML will continue to see um, very good demand for its tools. And, and as you said, you know, there's a technology leadership race going on. TSMC has 100 EUV tools and we think, Intel has one in production. That is a hell of a lot of catch-up that's needed um, to, to, to sort of try uh, try to compete, right? Yeah, and then also looking at Samsung then probably has 35, whereof a number of them yeah. is memory. So they're also way, way behind. Absolutely. Um, and the, the other thing that, that, that we should talk about that um, is also kind of helping the, the semi-capital equipment space is China. Um, now, obviously, last year we saw um, lots of export controls in place that 
um, uh, effectively stopped China from receiving very high-end um, uh, semiconductor equipment tools. But what we're actually seeing is that it is still ordering lots of tools for the trailing edge um, semiconductor demand. And this is all of the semiconductors that are going into um, the auto space, the industrial space, where we know there's still this structural shortage. China can still absolutely order tools um, and, and build out fabs in that trailing edge space. And yeah, it, it absolutely makes sense for them um, to build this out and to be a very still a very strategic player within the global sandys market. And I just love the statement from Peter Vanek, uh, the CEO of ASML, on the BID spending, uh, yeah. aiming for 10 million cars, and you need six more fabs of 28 nanometers just to support Bennett. Exactly, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, the, the, the sort of surprise this year, and I think it will be a multi-year phenomenon, will, will I think be... And the high level of spend coming from China at the sort of trailing edge and um, sort of 28 nanometer plus uh, capacity. Um, and I think, yeah, as, as we said, it absolutely makes sense for China um, to continue to invest there. So let's move then to the worst area of semiconductors, the memory side. And we had LAM research reporting and uh, guiding uh, I think the report in itself was better than expected, guidance slightly worse, but it really doesn't matter because now we can see roughly where the profitability is at the low point for demand for memory products. And it's not that bad. So given where they are at around five, six dollars of EPS per quarter in, in the marketplace, which is really, really bad leaves you with it's trading around 20 times earning at really at, at the drop. That makes it quite, quite interesting to see how profitable it will be when market returns back. As we all know, memory market is a growing market. Yeah, it, it, exactly, exactly. And I think, you know, as you look at the sort of absolute dollar value around memory, I think it's fair to say it's a struggle. Um, it, it would be a struggle for it to go much lower. So, look, it's very clear that we are absolutely kind of at or near the bottom of this particular sort of sector within semis. And, yeah, as you said, you know, memory is a growing sector. If you look at some of the uh, memory content in AI servers, it's sort of three times, eight times the amount um that, that that's required um that, that's required currently so yeah it, it's absolutely clear that you know we'll still need to be building out um demand uh for, for this sector and, and and as you said you know the fact that uh we're in you know one of the worst downturns for for the past several years and land research is still absolutely delivering very robust margins um uh very robust cash flow yeah i think all sort of goes to show that semi cap equipment but but really you know i think as we see it the broader semi industry 
is much more resilient than really it ever has been. Um, you know, in, in, in back in 0809, these companies were loss making. I, I think that's a very, very important takeaway. And the last thing then for today is, is I just want to mention SAP, which you reported this morning. And I, I think in general, it's very much in line with our expectation. But I think one interesting point is here that the hyperscalers are going through the optimization by a lot of clients and thereby growth is coming down in cloud. But looking at SAP and the growth and the backlog out on the cloud side, it definitely shows that the trend moving to the cloud continues, but uh, the optimization process that people are getting more sensitive to the cost they're having on the cloud is definitely there. But the trend that people are moving to the cloud is also there. And I think that's the key takeaway I, I feel from, from the SAP numbers. So our conclusion from today, then, Jenny, TSMC, healthy number, getting down top line a little bit, but definitely pushing on with CapEx for future growth. ASML, just tagging along at a healthy level. And LAM research, better, oh, better worst case scenario than expected, which means it looks really interesting going forward. And uh, that's all for us today. Thank you very much. Thank you.